Hello, Jack and crew. This is the Trilobite. I just wanted to tell you that Monkey Con Zero was a fantastic success. For 15 hours, I gamed, talked, laughed, talked, cried, talked, screamed, and had a great time. I want to send out my thanks to everybody involved, especially to Moondog for helping to make it real by creating a special place on the forums, and to Zerker, who showed that you can be Zoro, along with Celine, Jed Clayton, Pat, and all the poor, poor maniacs who dared to play in my game. Oh, I have to go. My next two-gallon batch of honey and chamomile tea is done. Bye, everyone, and I can't wait to see you all next year. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Monkeys Took My Jetpack Monkey Con Wrap-Up Show. Woo! I did. Woo-hoo! Hey. Come on, Pat. Sound a little more enthusiastic. <laughs> hey, I hate. I can't say anything. I didn't make it, so... Yeah, well, you were there in spirit, my right. friend. I was. He waved really hard at you. Did you wave back? I did. I did a little Castle Ravenloft with my daughter. Cool. <laughs> I need yeah, to pick that, that up still. Ooh, Zerker's what? on. Let me add him What, Pat? Zerker is on. I said that counts. I think it counts a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I highly recommend the game. Cool. Yeah, it's on my short list to play. New one that came out called the Underdark. Oh, nice. Yeah, any one of those uh, like board game ones I'm eager to get. Probably go on my Christmas list this year again. But now my, my uh, as I was saying, my my wife and kid were gone yet on Saturday because they took uh, my boy to his first heavy metal show. And so I'm like, cool. <laughs> Did they, really, where'd they go? Uh, a local band called the Living Dead. It was the All Freaks Ball up here in Toledo, and they had a whole bunch of bands and. Him and his friend, him, my my wife and her friend, who has a son that's a year older than Eric and gets along with him. They all went out to the show because Lynn and her friend were selling stuff, selling uh, craft goods, and then uh, they, uh, then the boys got to enjoy the the concert and really had a fun time. See on. He is. Yeah, the man, him. the myth, the legend is on. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we I give you Zerker. I think he hasn't said anything yet, though. So maybe, but but he's not ringing anymore. Maybe not. Actually, I'm here. I'm just trying to figure out who sent me the spam. Not <laughs> <laughs> I, Rabbit. That would be uh. That would be me. Ah, well, good I'll... afternoon. Excuse me, like shoes off and get comfortable. There you go. You've earned it, sir. I would uh, pour here. Have some. Uh, let's see if I. Can... Oh, there's no more ice in there, so it's not tinkling. Have some ice water, sir. Have a cold beverage on me. Hi, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, not literally on me. I don't need. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> more detail than we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric serving up shots. Hey. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be that kind of podcast. Yeah, always that kind of podcast. So we, we figured since uh, Zerker was instrumental in taking this from just a "wouldn't it be cool if" idea to a reality that he should be 
able to uh, enjoy the fruits of his labor by taking a part in the wrap-up show. So, uh, so, so, a round of applause to Zerker! Hey! Nah. Thank you, thank you. You are so painfully cruel to my ego. It is hard to be humble. <laughs> Hang on, I've got to go fetch the cannon, and it's a little heavy. I'll take you minute to Just wait, okay? Be right back. Well, the fun thing I have to ask is, how long have you guys already been online here? Uh, half an oh, hour. Yeah, about half an hour. hour. Okay, we well... Actually, we just started recording, so we, have, you, we, we haven't... Uh, ah, fair so, enough. Yeah. Well, glad to be on board. Uh, I am still on a post-MonkeyCon high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was literally bouncing around at work... Uh, Resinging parts of uh, giant robot uh, musical extravaganzas, uh, <laughs> stopping anyone in the hallways that had any interest in games, and ranting about how how much stupid fun I had. <laughs> Did you wear your zoot suit in? No, no, no. That's next Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I quite enjoyed the uh, the very the uh, Resident Fiasco game where we are all. Badly sleep depping and had the late night sillies. And... Oh, is that I, I, what you did for the final for the pickup? Yeah, okay. you were in that one, right? Right, Zerger? Yes, I was. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I was the thrall. Slash uh, the, yeah, you were the thrall. The uh, the thrall, uh, the double thrall, right? Yes, uh, John Smith, punching bag. <laughs> Yeah, now the last the 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 post con session we did was yeah we had a six man person of the uh, Dresden fiasco five yeah five and uh and then Celine kind of refereeing. Oh, and she did an excellent job yeah, getting everyone up to speed. Yes, <laughs> I missed her doing the morning one because I didn't realize I didn't know it until after the fact because I don't pay too enough attention to the forums, which will change from now on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I missed the evening one because after it, I was just I figured I better spend some time with my with my wife because I'd been basically ignoring her all day. So, well, see, I was a wise man, and I basically told my wife up front that on Saturday she was going to be a gaming widow. <laughs> she just kind of rolled her eyes, sharpened her knives, and went on her way. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I had plenty of errands. Uh, to do on Sunday to keep me busy and get back in her good graces. Mm. So, uh, Chris, I apologize in advance because this is going to be kind of bittersweet for you since you weren't able to make it. It's okay. I want to hear all about it. Okay, good. Okay, well then, good. Then you won't be bored. And don't worry, I can multitask. I can play a video game at the same time. <laughs> oh! No, <laughs> no I'm joking. I'm, no, he's not. He's just trying to yes, save face now. Okay. <laughs> Well, one of the wonderful things about a virtual convention like this is in the weeks to follow, there's going to be a dozen different actual plays just scattered out there and crossed length uh, left and right. And, and you never get that in a face-to-face convention. Yeah. So you can live vicariously through everyone who did attend. I oh, yeah, I definitely will. Anything I can listen That was choppy. Just a little bit. Yeah, we it's being difficult. Skype <laughs> Skype does that sometimes with 
with us. With Chris. Yep. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so it's like grumpy Skype for the grumpy bear. <laughs> I just love the fact that we had a couple international folk jump in with us. And if it ever happens again, I don't know, maybe we need to offer up a time slot that's appropriate to... Well, that's one reason we have the god awful, <laughs> and then I'll have uh, to suck slot. up and sit up at three in the morning or whatever. But and I do wish, I do wish. I just thought that it would be so neat if Frithkin down in Australia could have could have jumped in. He'd have been in a whole different day. Think of how cool that is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Where did our international people uh, come from? <laughs> but Sweden, was... Germany, and Canada. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes, I actually took notes. Man, check you out. <laughs> yeah, I guess Canada is technically international. It's... Ooh, ooh, well, no, you got to realize gonna get the Mounties on you. Canada's on the other side of the lake from me. It's not really far from me, and it's it's in the same time. It, it most much of it's in the same time zone as us. So Celine's gonna be very cranky at you now. Yeah, I know. Well, she's Canadian. I'm but sure. She's over. God, as long as he's all, she's already cranky. Twist the knife a little bit. <laughs> I thought maybe one of the, the British contingents would have joined, but they did not. But that's too bad. But that's all right. But it was so cool. We had Sweden and Germany. And uh, we have uh, a new poster writing in from Denmark, which I think is pretty groovy, too. So, Oh, yeah. Uncle. A lot of Europe, uh, Northern Europeans. That's, I, I don't, that's neat. I, don't, I wonder. I don't know what the connection is. I, don't. I, I just think it's neat. I think it's neat that, A, anybody thinks that It is neat. I'm just wondering why we have some. But I really love the fact that, it, you know, thousands of miles away. Well, yeah. hell, some of our own members are thousands of miles away. I just think that that was, that, that's really cool. So, and I'm so I thrilled that they did a special bit of class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> special European flair. And I had one person in my game who uh, was new to the forums, and hopefully after my game he will still... New to the forums? What you think? Shadrach. Uh, oh. So if you see Shadrach on the forums, assuming he goes by that name on the forums, then uh, I, then uh, then we, we can say hello. Yeah, I had a guy in, my, in one of my games who was uh, had never listened to the show, never been on the forums. He was, he was brand new to the thing, too. He got drug in by... Another player whose name I should remember, but I do not. But, mm-hmm. well, that's, cool. uh, yes. now, that's definitely part of the charter for MonkeyCon is get the word out about actual play podcasts. Uh, hit as many forums as I was uh, a respectable member of. And, and, just, uh, <laughs> and even the ones you're not a respectable member of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think we... Well, that might make for a fun game. You never know. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, for MonkeyCon 1, which I feel pretty safe in assuming that as well as this went, there will be a MonkeyCon 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I think I want to... Uh, I will have to just bite the bullet and make, make, make my own promo or something, and then we can circulate it around for... Because uh, the one we did was great for our podcast, but I think it was too... Um, it wasn't really... When we made it, it was kind of spur of the moment, and we didn't really set out to make a pod... A, mo- a promo that we could play on on uh, any podcast that would you know because it was it was kind of meant for listeners of our uh, it was show. a little in jokey sure yeah so well so. Th- that definitely goes in the post mortem we've got a couple of threads on the uh, forum dealing with uh, 
what we want to do for. Well, they've already started. Yeah. No, no I rest think they for the weary the man. They started that night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They start wow. That night? I just jumped in with the time, the time slots because. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, everybody. It's great the the various opinions, but I I thought the time slots worked really really well. I thought they worked well. I just I wish, uh, like I wish that we have something more glaringly obvious for those who are idiots like myself, who uh, who didn't know what time zone they were in and thought that they had like two and a half hours to prepare for their game and then found out, holy crap, it's starting in a half hour. <laughs> well, uh, that's one of the the things that was brought front and center during the uh, post mortem uh, thread. Is uh, instead of hiding the time zone in a paragraph, maybe make that the very first line saying, "Hey guys, <laughs> yeah, it is and this." And yeah. the second thing, uh, definitely the IRC, I think, helped keeping people synced up because you got thirty minutes from now, not. You know, at one o'clock, you know, in some yes. time zone you're not familiar with. Yeah, I'm going to make a point of uh, figuring out IRC between now and uh, next monkey. Co- I don't know what the hell I'll do with it because I don't even know what people use IRC for these days. But that way it'll be, I'll know what I'm doing because I was trying to test my. I think the software works with my screen reader. I just, I haven't been, I was having trouble getting connected and I didn't even know if I was connected or wasn't connected and it was just like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this right now. I got games to to uh, to play in, and so I missed out on Fair the enough. IRC is, thing. But. Is there? And this was probably discussed way back when, Zerker. So forgive me, but no you know I'm technically illiterate with these sorts of things. Technologically illiterate. There we go. Um, is there a, a space where you could go on at, um, with a microphone, like on your microphone, your headset, rather than typing? Is there like a big giant room where you could go shout? Like a chat room, but that links up with... That's called Skype, Nikki. Yeah, no, it's not, but, but <laughs> Skype, Google Plus Skype is a little more tricksy. I'm wondering if there's like a big free-for-all sort of place now. I cannot imagine one that would do 20 voices at the same time. <laughs> I thought, wouldn't it be great if it could? I don't know if Google Plus's meetups can, hangouts do that or not, but then we'd all have to be on Google+. Plus. Yeah. I, wouldn't TeamSpeak little... be able to handle it? Teamspeak, very possibly, yeah, or like, yeah, like something like Ventrilo or Teamspeak. The IRC is a dedicated a server. Someone but I'm crap at putting the up the money for it. Yeah, which. Oh, is that well, yeah, but Teamspeak would be a good place to do MonkeyCon next year. Yeah. I might, or Ventrilo, I might be able to uh, help out with with Vent. I have, a, I know a guy who has a Ventrilo server. I think. Okay, well, see, that, that, these are things that uh, need to get thrown into the form and stirred around, and we, we'll see what sticks to the sides and uh, what actually makes it into the mix. And the other question is, are we waiting for a year to do MonkeyCon 1, or are we going to do it sooner? That's the big, hairy question yeah. I haven't answered yet. And, and when I say sooner, I don't mean, like, next month. I mean, like, something other than a year. I don't well, think. I don't think. I think you know. I think it loses the specialness if you have them too yeah. often. Yeah. Fun as right. it was, and too it often. Was you can't just start your own. Uh, well, you no, know, no, no, no. I just, I just, oh. I figure we would do one a year after, but between zero and one, because this would actually be MonkeyCon one. This was, this was just the prototype. You know, it did a great job as a prototype. It did. I, <laughs> I mean, it went off. As but I haven't. It was a success. Oh, I, I still want to quote something from Still Alive. 
but I'm not that musically inclined right now. I just, I just got up. Well, literally, I just got up from work, coming home, and this is my decompression time. And it's like, oh no, there's a spotlight on me. Ah! <laughs> oh well. Well, uh, then go away, Yeah, we, we, I mean. <laughs> the, the biggest thing uh, about a point five is finding some time in the middle of the summer convention schedule where we don't have one-third of the audience running out to their local cons or to a national convention. Yeah. If we can find some sweet spot, some date that uh, everyone isn't booked up with a holiday or something else, there's certainly a possibility for it. Uh, most of the infrastructure can easily be reused. Well, that's the uh, beauty of it, since we don't have to worry about venues and all that. I mean, really, it's just a matter of of changing some of the text in the uh, in the pages. You know, and then the games, of course, would be different. But I mean, I was thinking about it, and I'm going to throw it out there on the forums too. If you were to do a point five. Why to try and keep, but if you wanted to do that, like a twice a year, rather than another full-blown, multi-hour, all-day event, I would make it a real mini thing. Like, here is one time slot, fill it with as many games as you can. Mm. <laughs> one. No. <laughs> yes. See, it was hard enough trying to get. It was. It was hard enough trying to choose three or four. No, that's the annoyance of it. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it fun playing with a pile of people you did really Yes, know? of course it was. Yeah, but what but if there's like 12 games you want to play yeah, all at the exact same time? Sucking up sunshine, then you wait for months. <laughs> this yeah. the person who's not running any of those games we're, we're talking about. That, yeah. That's not the point. You don't. I just. I think that would be very fun rather than a big all day event. It would be just like a little smack roll of something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Those are called pickup games. That's right. No, that's exactly right, Chris. Thank you. Yes. I think once a year is, is going to keep it. The you know. Well, that's just my opinion. Because I can see it going two ways on that. Yeah, you know, once a year at the end of the convention season when everyone's spent all their mad money and all their travel money. And it's like, here's a low-cost way to take all those toys that you had and bring them to the uh, table and try them out. So I, I definitely like the uh, late October time. You know, that's not a bad – that's actually a really good philosophy because that's why I ran Lord of the Ring – or the One Ring because it was something I bought at Gen Con and hadn't had a chance to play. And that did give me an excuse. Good call. Yeah. This time slot worked really well, yeah, I think. Oh, no, let's just do it once. I was just thinking because we were this was zero and we had one. Maybe we wanted, but yeah, once a year. Well, okay. see, now here's the flip side of that coin. Yeah, that's the diabolical smile you heard in there. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of games that come out either at Gen Con or right before Gen Con. You have events like uh, the Ennies where all these votes are coming in, and there's like a whole category for free games. So you have leading up to Gen Con a whole new year worth of games that are, are going to be up for the the awards and all that stuff. And I know there's people that would say, oh, I, I heard this was nominated. I wonder if it's any good. Well, we can actually put that to the test. Mm. <laughs> so well, that would require a lot of GMs wanting to commit to running those games. Yeah. Well, that, that's the tricky part. Yeah, There's people who have their favorites, but then there's people like me. It's like, ooh, free. Oh, okay, grab, 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 grab. As long yeah, as it has a new game, Erica Ryan. There's a, there's a new superhero game that just came out that was free that I'm try, thinking of 
drying Which, in my hand. Kapow. Just because the name alone oh, deserves I, to have wow. it. Yeah, I saw that. Wait a minute, wasn't that one of the Vulcans from Star Trek? <laughs> no, that's Kapow! <laughs> it's close, though. Yes, it is. It's Kapow said we Eric on Star Trek. <laughs> I'm fine with Star with that Trek. that topic alone. It's... Wow, the RPG free on RPG now. Let's yeah. go check that out. I like what I've read so far. Well, I'm a big fan of the, the freebie, freebies, if you haven't noticed that. Uh, I've got a bunch of freebies between the freebies on RPG.net and then like the uh, 1,000 Monkeys, 1,000 Words site. Ooh, Ooh I'm not familiar well, with this. Uh, it's 1KM, 1K. Wow. Uh, I'll give you a word of warning. If you visit there, re- just block your whole night because mm. there there are literally hundreds of these prototype games out there that they've made over the years and submitted. Yeah, I've uh, actually got I've got to put some on there myself. I haven't, but I that's why I, I have to. One km, one kw. There, one k. I just linked it. One km, one kt. dot net. They've got a lot. That's where a lot of people put up their like. Stuff. And that's where actually Barbarians of Lemuria started, was on that. Hmm. Oh, cool. That's part oh, of they have a lot of like 24 hour games on there. And... Did we lose somebody? Yep. Looks like the uh, Chris. Did Chris uh, drop? Uh, someone's watching Netflix on the iPhone or something again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess he wasn't uh, joking when he said <laughs> he's going to be playing video games. <laughs> <sighs> no, it's not usually him, it's usually his daughter. Uh, yeah. Kidlet, yeah. I used to complain about my internet connection until I saw how bad everyone else has it. I'm like, my internet's great. <laughs> Mine's not. I've got at least two computers going, plus Netflix at any given time. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to uh, upgrade to the power user account uh, with Cox Communications because I've got a whole family of stepkids and they're more or less all computer literate. So somebody sometime somewhere is always online in my house. Well, we don't have <laughs> we don't have cable, so all our TV is Netflix and then I'm on this and then Lynn's on her laptop and there Well, just go. wait until you get the the uh, anim- something in the background and, you yeah. know. Uh, anime fans are bad on that. There's just a lot of streaming going on there too. So, what I thought we could do is go th- each one of us go through what games we actually either ran or or were what what games we were a part of, and then it just kind of go over how it went and what you know what we liked, what we you know that kind of thing. Um, for the you know just to give those who couldn't make it a taste of what they what they missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, who's the host of the call? And if they uh, and if they were there, then they would give them a little bit of recollection. I believe Eric's the host. of the I call? am the host of the call. Yes. Well, then you're uh, the okay. spotlight guy. All right. Well, then... Chris uh, is back. Okay, let me... I guess I have to add him in again. Hang on. Let's see. Or actually, he can add himself, I think. You can. Working on you it. You there? Uh, I see his picture. Yep, I'm hey, back. Yay! Yay! Uh, did you add I need a new internet I provider. I just joined call. Oh, Okay. I need a new internet provider. It's crap. Who's your provider? Don't. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Actually, I don't know why I ask. It's not like I have that. I'm not up with that. 
The views expressed on this anymore. podcast do not reflect edit, any... Edit, edit, edit. No, crap. I was, up until this point, I haven't had to edit any of this. Now I have to edit that. No, <laughs> actually, I don't, because he didn't actually say the name. I did. Oh, I didn't hear I it. Did you? Ooh, I, I did. didn't hear it. Yeah. Well, in that case, it's quite funny, because it didn't come through, so you know it edited itself. Yeah, hell with it. And even if it did, hell with it. It's obviously crap, because it, we lost Chris, so let it <laughs> uh, let it burn in its own, in its own yep. flames. I see. Anyway, yeah, so... I'm not serious. I didn't have a morning game I was going to, and then uh, I just had never signed up for one, and I thought I'm not going to jump into somebody's game at the last minute, so I I spent the morning just reading and getting stuff ready, and uh, and then I... And then, and finding out (laughs) as I I thought, okay, at 10 o'clock I'm going to go into the IRC thing and see how that's going, and uh, found out that I was not able to get the IRC to work, but I also found out that I had about oh, by the time I got on my computer, I, mean, I had about twenty minutes before I was about to start my first game, and I thought I had an hour and a half. So uh, that meant Bye. I thought, oh crap, that means I have to uh, I have less time to to uh, do last minute prep on my own game. And I thought that's all right because it's a three hour game. I'll have the whole hour between. Uh, that game and the other and you know when my game is supposed to start that I can do this it'll be a little bit more condensed but it's still plenty of time and so I got into my first game was XO4's School Spirit Scavenger Hunt using uh, Weird Times at Charles Fort High which is a Quags game all the game uh, it's a great game and it was and it and this was a great game um, I had uh, um, Let's see. We had we found out that Copycat zero four two does a hell of a good Australian accent. Um, Talented guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Simon. Oh, excuse me. Shit. Trooper ninety four. <laughs> now, now I have to edit. edit. <laughs> um, I mean, that said his podcast the, the, is that named Simon says. Yes, uh, oh. I don't think that's a big secret. There. Okay. Well, anyway. Oh, then I won't edit. Ha. Uh, but uh, Trooper ninety four was in there, and Celine. Um, no, wait. Celine was, yeah, was she in? No, she wasn't in there. She was in the next. Game. This is going to look bad because I'm going to. I'm forgetting someone. Should I open the con planner and tell you and who there, was signed up? <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. Because <laughs> my just like my. <laughs> Hold please. That's cheating. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a big day. Yeah, they, all the games kind of. But it opens up more easily in this other screen. So. Let's see, it was, it was, XO4 jamming. So four. You know what's really mean? Because I'm the uh, moderator oh, uh, organizer for that. I can bring up the activity report, and I can see everyone signed up everywhere. Well, there we go. Well, go ahead then, because this well, screen's well, being pokey. Oh, Ray never mind. It's coming. Here it is. Ray was the person it. who I had, who I momentarily forgot because I've never met her before. So that's my excuse. But she was very fun, and I'm sure we will uh, is see. Is Ray Del Sol? Yes, I believe she's also in the Simon Says podcast. So um, that will be one that I will be listening to. Um, but it was a great game. We had, uh, we used quick start uh, character creation to do the characters. And uh, it was just a it was just a heck of a lot of fun. So, uh, so but we ended up going about 
about 35 minutes, well, maybe not quite that far, but at least 25 minutes over our time, which was fine. I'm certainly not begrudging him that, because uh, it's not his fault that I didn't know what time zone I was in until mm-hmm. it was two. So uh, we finished, and I'm scrambling to read over the rules again, and, and, and uh, yes, I was running the All-Stars game, which was also Quags, and, well, let's just say... I, I had read over the new Quag All Stars has it is Quags, but it it's modified Quags. There are a couple very key differences in things like the way health is handled and uh, the way certain kinds of powers are handled, and so like super strength and whatnot. And so I was reading, and I had gone uh, the night before, gone over the Kickstart character creation rules, and I had thought. Like every other uh, that I know of, Hex Games product, I had thought that the Kickstart rules were printed on the character sheet. So I thought, okay, I'm these. I thought I know these rules are kind of scattered around with some sidebars and stuff, making it a little iffy trying to find them at a glance. But it's on the character sheet, so I'm sure we'll be fine there. Well, no, because the Kickstart rules are not on, are the Kickstart character creation rules are not on the character sheet. So, at least not the one that you can download. I don't know about the one that's in the book itself. Um, so we start the game, and uh, Shadrach, if you're... First of all, R- uh, Revmindi, Revmidni, I apologize, because I, I did not get his Skype name, and so we were trying to sort that out, and it ended up that he was not... Um, he finally just said, you know what, I've got a game that I can prep for, so never mind. But I felt horrible, because if I had been more on the ball... this I learned a lot about what not to do when running a con game by doing it when I tried to run this. So Mission accomplished. <laughs> so, in that sense, it was a very good learning experience for me, and I ate a lot of humble pie. Um, so, this is, you know, any... any I don't mind putting it out there for everyone. I mean, you know, learn from my mistakes. Don't do what I did. Um, so so he didn't get to, to play in the game, uh, which I was kind of, I was bummed about. So we start making kickstart rule characters, and it was going fine, but I was having to look up things, and I was, things were not where I thought they were and in the PDF. So I'm looking around trying to find those certain different rules, because there's some stats that aren't in regular quags that you have to uh, handle a certain way with yum-yums and a certain way with the kickstart rules, and I was having... Anyway, it there were long um, long pauses, and here there's a guy who is new to our forums, and for all I know, new to our podcast, who's... This is his first experience, and I'm thinking, oh, crap. So, it was just... I was not going... It was not going well, and so we started the scenario. We finally got the characters created, started the scenario, and the rules the rules looked pretty straightforward when I read them when I wasn't when I wasn't trying to read them with the, with with prepping for a game in mind i mean i I was prepping for a game, but it was a distant game when you read them when the when the game is upon you, or at least when i, I all of a sudden they seemed a lot more complicated in my head. And, uh, so, it was just, uh, by the way, we, yeah, we had, 
in my game we had Celine, we had Porcelain Bambi, uh, and we had Shadrach, who is the new person I was mentioning. Um, Bambi is not, or Porcelain Bambi is not on our forums that I know of, but she just joined. Oh, did she she just join? Okay, cool, awesome. So yeah, Um, and I think so did Shadrach. Whether he sticks around after this experience will remain to be seen. I hope so. Uh, so we were we were doing the thing and we got into the into the the first action sequence and I I kind of was I was kind of choking on the rules and uh, Porcelain Bambi made an offhand comment about Wushu and I can't remember what it wasn't anything like wow I wish we were running Wushu right now or anything even remotely like that it was something just where Wushu got mentioned and I said you have no idea how close I am to just saying forget this and just turning these characters into wushu characters and just running it with that and she said you know what i wouldn't care if we did that and so i i was met with similar enthusiasm with everybody else so that's what we ended up doing we took I about have, five I minutes i offended as a representative we, of hex game i know i i, I know i feel dead like, to me i know you just have to sell it another way not one, but two games. That's and one what I, I actually said. I said, you guys are lucky. You'll probably be the only people at MonkeyCon who got to play two games in one. <laughs> so, uh... All dead to me. I know. I, I know. I I am dead to myself. I feel horrible. I feel like I let Hex Games down. I certainly didn't do All-Stars any favors. <laughs> Having said that, though, once we switched to Wushu, I was able to relax, and, and uh, the game went quite well after that, but... But uh, yeah, so sometimes oh, I won't say a bad thing. About, I won't say a bad thing about Wushu. I like Wushu. Yeah, oh. it, it certainly. And I mean, I, I to its credit, man, we were able to take the characters that they had created, and within maybe five minutes, turn them into Wushu, uh, stat them out in Wushu, and just went with it. So that speaks very well for Wushu. I have to say, it it certainly came to my rescue. Um. So, and and I think even though this is not what he what Shadrach called his character, we, I think the care, the character of the Monkey Con, uh, as nominated by Porcelain Bambi and as I, second, was, the Ninjanitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be right back, gang. Okay. I can totally so. see how that goes because. Uh, <laughs> No one sees the maintenance people. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it was awesome. So my apologies to Hex Games. I certainly did not mean for this to reflect badly upon anything. It was all me. It was not the game. The game is great. I just should have play tested it before and didn't. And uh, I think that more than anything else is what kind of messed me up because I, the rules are just different enough and just crunchier enough because you're dealing with superheroes that mm-hmm. uh, it really needed an extra um, it needed that that playtest thing I was I and I I figured oh it's it's quags I know quags and I got cocky and overconfident and then so yeah but uh, and, however and I have to shake my finger at you here because <laughs> we did 45 uh, uh, rockabilly retro apocalypse with the whole purpose of seeing if this would shake down or not. I know. 
So what do you do? You switch to another game that you were not 100%. Well, I thought I was, though. That's the thing. I read the rules, and when you read them over, it's like, oh, okay, you just do this instead of that. And But then when you're actually under the gun, it's like, okay, wait, when do you add the gimmick to the uh, the thing and, and, and how? And then you got multiple players to deal with, so you're not just looking at it from, yeah, you know, you're right. I should have just uh, said, screw 45 Retropocalypse. Because I was more concerned at the time about what I was going to run for my second game. I didn't even occur to me to test the first one <laughs> because I thought I had it. Oh, see, I totally cheated though because on the one that I ran, I, well, I wrote it, so <laughs> I had an inside edge there. There you go. But then my last game was the. Uh, well, since three of us were in that game, maybe we should wait to just to do that and just do it as a group at the end. Uh, for the the uh, robot robot musical extravaganza on ice. Another. Did that game player. get recorded? Yes, it did. I think so. Somebody. Okay, because I need to hear that. <laughs> Out of. Out of basic oh, curiosity. That is one that is one that's say how much money do you have? <laughs> <laughs> that is one that may be a joint podcast on this podcast and uh, porcelain llama theater, although I'm putting words in Trilobite's mouth, but uh And it might make it on the Sunday Skypers too. <laughs> I, I think there's gonna be a little cross post on that one. Maybe a, a, a race to edit. But uh, that that was the uh, big time fun, no shame game. Oh, that was just awesome. Where's Nikki? Right here. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so a guilty party on that too. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Sorry. Uh, we are listing you as a guilty party. Uh, Surely for- not. I refuse to admit it. It's you're recorded. You don't have to admit it. It's right there for everyone to hear. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Was this the singing robots? Yes. yes. That it that was very fun, very silly. So, yeah, he killed me off. He killed me stone dead. So, oh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, since three of us are have I've only in been that, killed twice, you know, and now Trilobite makes three. Since three of us were in that, we're, I think we should just really go into detail about that one at the end. So So that's my monkey con. It was a great day. It was a learning experience certainly and uh and thank you, XO4, for running an awesome Quags uh, Fort High game. It was it was it was awesome to be a part of. And I, if I use the word awesome any more times, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. So it's time to move on to somebody else. Batter up. Go uh, Pat. Go Pat. Go Josh. Go Josh. Pat's being very quiet. No, oh, sad. He's here. Oh, okay. Well, I could talk, but. I really don't have anything to say. <laughs> I uh, I ran the One Ring, which is the new uh, Tolkien game, came out at Gen Con. Uh, I, I ran a game that I had tested with my home group uh, earlier that week, so I was actually more prepared than I have been for just about any game in recent memory. Um, I had three players. Um... If I could remember their names, that would be great. They are Zero T Katama, Wordworm, who's on the forums, and Zylo, who I don't believe is. He's a fear to boot guy that I managed to recruit. 
I need to get back on Fear the Boot. Anyway, um, is he a? You mean like a member of Fear the Boot no, or on the forums? Well, the, 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 well, he's on the forums in the Fear the Boot community, and uh, he also does a lot of uh, like Minecraft actual play type uh, recording. That's right. He had mentioned that because I had mentioned Minecraft at some point. <laughs> okay, but he's not like one of the guys on the podcast because I would have demanded to know no, who he is. No, no. <laughs> okay, because that would have been so cool. He does he does his own audio and video thing, but he, he's not part of the Fear of the Boot crew. At, at any rate, forum. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, that went really smooth. I had found a uh, someone on the uh, One Ring forums on Cubicle Seven's webpage had made this really really elegant uh, character generator and dice roller and group chat. Uh, that I used for that game. I put all the characters up on that, and we used the, their die roller because they got funny dice rules with uh, the one ring that, you know, catch your hair wouldn't work with. Well, not not easily. But this is all set up for that. and had a little group chat so we could share the stuff on it. And so that worked really, really elegantly and smoothly. And that game uh, ran uh, very well. And the one ring is now probably next time, once Zoe is done and next time my game comes around again, <laughs> So it could be a while. <laughs> I think the One Ring at this moment is what I want to run next after Zoe. But you know, in the intervening year or so, that will probably change. Uh, although I have considered now, and this is just a consideration, so let's not go crazy. But I'm thinking about possibly starting a regular Skype game to run the One Ring because I like it that much. Wow! Um, but that's again, that's a incredibly hypothetical because I have to clear my schedule of a bunch of other things first. Well, the fact that it impressed you enough that you're considering it, that says yeah, volumes that is right true. there. That's true. Um, especially, yeah, it's, since, it's, especially since you and I share um, a lack of desire for crunchy systems. So It's not. It's, it's neat. The combat system is really cool because there's a lot of tactical uh, think choices to make, but it doesn't require miniatures at all. Hmm. Um, it's it's fairly free flowing. It's floats in the game system itself. Uh, the guy who created it's a, a board game developer, so he's coming at it from a different kind of angle. So a lot of the rules are abstracted weirdly, where you think they wouldn't be, and vice versa. Hmm. It works. It's it floats somewhere in there between uh, you know traditional game and story game. Um, and I, I like it. And it's a. Uh, it's not really crunchy, but it's got a lot. It's got enough little choices to make that keeps things interesting, and uh, it, it feels Tolkieny when you play it. Um, and I'm currently reading the Cimmerillion, so it's kind of neat to, uh, you know, play in that uh, sandbox again. You're a braver man than I, sir. <laughs> uh, I started reading it after I did. I started. I did some research on once I started getting ready to run the One Ring. I started doing some research on like some uh, Lord of the Rings wikis. Uh, and it kind of inspired me to pick up the Cimmerillion again and try it, and try it because I have tried to read it in the past. I'm not going to lie, but having kind of get gotten a little prep from the wikis trying to read Cimmerillion again, it's like, oh, okay, now this makes sense. I get this now. That's true. And also, you're reading it with the idea that it's part of a game. Yeah, actually, that setting, helped a lot. So, yeah. Reading it, that actually, yeah, probably helped more than anything. I was like, oh, yes, of course. That's I can use this. I can use that. Yeah. Awesome. The gray elves come from here. Oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. Um, so that was the first session I ran. I didn't. I didn't play anything till five in the uh, evening, uh, Eastern Standard Time, because I didn't go to bed till ten in the morning. Because that's how my life is now. <laughs> um, 
We're getting some messages in here. What's going on? Oh, searcher's on the phone. Oh, yeah, we had to uh, catch no, the phone, and I, I didn't want to share that with everyone. Sorry, <laughs> Consider that mission failed. Sabotaged <laughs> <laughs> by me. Uh, anyway, the next session I played, I ran, I played uh, uh, Leverage, which was run by um, uh, BizLab, who I can played I? with. Or, when yeah, you no. get to the point where you're going to do the spoiler, can you give me a warning so I can go, nya, 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 nya? Because I've, <laughs> I've only got like 20 minutes left of it. It's already been posted. So I've been oh. listening to it. I probably <laughs> won't get too many plot elements in it, but uh, I'll, I'll try and keep that in mind. Uh, but no, I had, I had played with BizLab before because he used to run a Dragon Age game that I used to play in before uh, life and work got too hectic, unfortunately. But uh, I've been looking forward to play Leverage because that uses the Cortex system, same that... Uh, that um, uh, Smileville does, although it's a modified version. Uh, Leverage is based on another TV show I've never seen, but basically you're playing uh, basically playing like troubleshooter, heist type people, kind of like Ocean's Eleven, but like kind of Robin Hood-y because they're like breaking the law to help people who've been screwed over by uh, you know rich people and big corporations and whatnot. But, it, but it's not the A-Team. <laughs> it's not the A-Team. And, um, it's more like Burn Notice than the A-Team, although without, without the spy element necessarily. Another show I haven't seen. But yeah, basically you're playing, you're, you've got people, you've got your grifters, your hitters, your, your hackers, and, and all that. Um, so kind of Mission Impossible, kind of A-Team, kind of Ocean's Eleven type thing. And uh, I've been hearing good things about it. And I actually wanted to see if I could like uh, kit bash it to run uh, Vice City or Saints Row, uh, just to run so, a act like crime game. So, having played uh, that game, mm-hmm. it, is it hackable to uh, what you what you Absolutely, were playing? Yeah, I was. Cool. I, fig- I figured that within like half hour playing, it's totally hackable. I'm actually, like uh, weapon rules for what I actually want to do, but that's not going to be too hard. Um. No, I, uh, I I quite liked it. It was a really fun game. It's uh, actually a lot a lot simpler the rule wise. It seems than uh, Smallville, but then you don't have like superpowers and stuff to worry about. Um, it's all based on uh, like your abilities, which you know your strength, intelligence, and all that. And then you've got like your your uh, roles, which are like uh, your hacker, hitter, um, uh, ha- uh, grifter mastermind that kind of thing and those are that's neat because everyone has a chance to do anything just some people are going to be better at it and everyone all the player characters are incredibly competent so i could do things like we were being chased by a russian mafia in our car they were behind us and i was able to i was a hacker so i was able to like hack into the computer that runs their you know that runs their car and shut off like their uh shut off their uh like fuel injector and lock up their brakes so you could escape (laughs) nice um. So that that was really fun. It was uh, three of us played that, uh, three players and a and the and the GM. Uh, so that was uh really fun, and I was glad that it turned out as good as it did. Like I said, it was something I've been looking for to run. Yeah, uh, leverage is kind of like it's kind of like Shadowrun without the like magical and dystopian future parts. <laughs> So that's basically yeah, that's, that's actually a really good match. <laughs> yeah, because you're doing like you're doing jobs, 
like breaking into places and stealing stuff and but there's like it's it's like takes place you know in the quote unquote 15 minutes into the future so you got it's mostly recognizable as our world just a little more so no elves or trolls or anything like that no elves or trolls no <laughs> Um, and then my third game I played after that because that was, went to like eleven in the morning. We played uh, the post game, the post con session. We did uh, it was Celine. It was six of us, five players, and then Celine uh, kind of uh, ran or like refereed it. We played uh, uh, Fiasco with the new Dresden Files Hocus Pocus playset, uh, which was incredibly fun, especially because most players. Most people were like in the fits of exhaustion and sleep deprivation, so <laughs> it was a little silly. And some of us are just it, still- it, it, it also fit the kind of your beaten and downtrodden kind of like uh, woeys me kind of thing. So yeah, um, uh, it wasn't a happy game. <laughs> no, it wasn't as befits fiasco. Uh, but yeah, the, the Dresden Files playset for that is we all the players play basically uh, you know uh, supernaturals or other characters, and then the the twist, the spin is where uh, um, Harry Dresden suddenly shows up halfway through the story, uh, which was really fun. I played, I played a a, a, a disgruntled worker who is working for uh, Exo4's character who ran like a taxidermy shop and I'd gotten my hands on a Hexenwolf belt and then my brother who was played by uh, Trooper94 was uh, was a uh, Red Court vampire who had gotten trouble we had like owed money to the Red Court and all that so my character suddenly had like because he got the hands on a Hexenwolf belt suddenly he figured out that he was a badass supernatural guy and was trying to muscle in on some action and that didn't go well and uh, another player was a uh, was a she noble. Uh, Zercher's character was both a thrall to the Red Court vampire as well as a thrall to the uh, to the a to vassal the to the lady, vassal to the <laughs> she noble, and they were kind of the vampire and the she were basically using him as a pawn, trying to kill each kill the other. Um. And then halfway through, Harry Dresden came in. It was neat because we kind of, it kind of felt like, you know, Dresden was big, was in the middle of some other like super big adventure, something important, and then like he steps in and like we're like some subplot to his <laughs> major adventure, just the way it kind of got run, which was fun. Yeah, yeah, the scene starts with like suddenly there's a building on fire and we're running from Dresden. We don't know exactly what happened. We just know <laughs> building's on fire. Dresden's pissed at us. Everyone run. <laughs> and uh, my character died horribly at the end, as befits. And he, he had it coming. Not going to lie. Uh, cool. I, I'll probably talk a little bit more about about that when it gets back around to me, because, uh, of course, I saw it from a completely different perspective. Right. Uh, that's the neat thing about a uh, big game, especially Fiasco. Everyone's got their own little uh, spin on things. Uh yeah, we spent several hours just beating the hell out of the Searcher's character. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much from from go, he was just a 
God's kick, God's punching bag. He had the he had the punching bag gimmick. Right. To use Quag's terminology. So yeah, I was uh, I was pleasantly uh, surprised at how well this went. Oh, you have little faith. Well, yeah, I'm a natural cynic. I wasn't sure <laughs> what to expect, and uh, no, it's great. Uh, quite pleased. Good time. Cool. All right, Pat. Nick, or do you want to go, Pat or Nikki or Zerker? Which of you wishes to go next? I'll go next. Okay. And I think Nikki, are you on now? Yep. Okay, because I think she and I were both in the first game, the first slot. We were. Ran in uh, Trevor's quantum game, and just it's a fun science fiction. It's his own rules, uh, science fiction game with some fantasy elements and. Uh, the adventure took us from Las Vegas to Hollywood in a post-apocalyptic setting. <laughs> searching, searching for the cybernetic praying mantis 10-foot-tall queen. <laughs> 20 feet long. This is very fun. And uh, he was very patient with my lack of <laughs> understanding statistics. But it all worked out really well. But he was patient it was with funny. all of us. He was a great guy. Yeah, he re- it was it was really great. And we also uh, had the good fortune to be joined by the bug. And she was brilliant. And the three of us trundled along. And we had a wicked good time with Gamecaster running. And then all of a sudden it was like, um, well, this, the second session is starting in about 15 minutes. And we all were, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Result, but it was also very funny. It was like, oh, but oh, ah, rats. <laughs> that was great because he kind of lost track of time, but he let us, rather than pushing the adventure forward at any point, he just kept giving us all these characters that we could talk to. So we would. We would spend half an hour or more just talking to people and, and just interacting, and he was really great about that. Nikki did a lot of haggling and getting all sorts of equipment. You're pointing finger at me, aren't you, about the talking to I'm people. not pointing finger. I'm just saying everyone had an opportunity to talk and just have a good time. It, wasn't, it was not a rushed adventure, and he was and really he about... And a really big cannon, which was a yes. lot of fun, a peace mobile. So... We were allowed to do explosions anytime and anywhere we wanted. That's right. But it was very pokey, which was very funny. The idea that we'd have, like, a, you could step back and, and watch this thing go creep, 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 creep across the map was very funny. So, no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And, but unfortunately, we did run out of time, even with the, the one-hour cushion. We used it all up. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so that was the first in. game. That was great. Yeah, a lot of fun. And then I did not play in the second session, but in the third session, I ran an Invaders game... And it was a lot of fun. I had play-tested it with um, kind of a local group prior to that. And the group that I tested it with took the full three hours. And there were only three other players. For the Invaders game at Monkey Con, there were five players. Um, Zofor, Ketamono, The Bug, Gamecaster, and uh, Tribi. And just, it amazed me the t- way the two different groups two completely different takes on the same setting and they finished it up in two hours uh total party kill along with total arse wipe so (laughs) wow (laughs) wow i know that's invaders (laughs) i have to ask is that your own term or did you get that from the book i 
don't think that was in the book. Because that's hilarious. <laughs> right up until the last ten minutes of the Invaders game, I thought, oh my god, this is the first time the Invaders are going to succeed. They really... <laughs> Can I like can I just interject? Because at that point, I didn't realize they were so close to the end, so I just typed in, you know, hi, how you doing? He's like, they're winning. I'm, That's great. Whoops, never mind. That <laughs> 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 was very funny. Did that game get recorded? Uh, yeah, I think Tryby um, recorded it. My I forgot to turn on the MP3 Skype recorder, so I didn't get it, but he did, I think. And then... Uh, uh, Trevor was um, really cool in the game because he had a, a multi-blaster weapon, special weapon. And everyone else was out in front of him, and they were getting attacked by the Humans. And he goes, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and use my multi-blaster. And every time he was successful, he didn't let it blow up or anything. He would say, okay, I get uh, – he would roll his die. He goes, okay, I get six shots, for instance. So I'm going to shoot human, human, Invader, invader, human invader. <laughs> well, he doesn't, at first I thought, okay, he just, I didn't explain it well. He doesn't understand. He can target more than one person twice. So I let him do that, and then I said, okay, but you know, you can target the same, you can target the same human twice. Oh, okay. Next time he shoots it. Uh, human, human, invader, invader, human again. <laughs> and funny, he goes, he admitted at the end, he goes, yeah, I was trying to kill off all the other invaders so I could rise up in rank and take over the whole adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Devious little cuss. Sneaky, <laughs> sneaky. That's invaders for you. Absolutely adored him. But yeah, that game finished um, in two hours, and we're just kind of sitting there. Said, okay, well, you know, you've got an extra hour. You can either go run some errands, take a longer break. I said, or if you want, uh, you know, I can throw up a tune game real quick. And Unfortunately for them, they all wanted the tune game. So I, I had a premise, which is normally enough. Um, I really feel like I let them down. I apologize to the group for that tune game. They all said they had a good time, but that I, I was not as satisfied with it as I would have wanted to be. The premise was just um, Mama, Mama Gorilla lost Baby Ook, and they just kind of had to find Baby Ook, which is you know really enough. They, there's a reward. So lots of hilarity and fighting and chaos can ensue, and it did. But I just don't. Uh, I, I just kind of feel like I wasn't completely there. So I do feel like I let them down on the tune game a bit. But um, they still, you know, we still got a tune game in. We got the invaders game in, and I had a great time. I hope they did. Cool. Well, given that you completely winged the second game, and if they say they have fun, I'll call that a victory. Well, I will. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, you see, both he and I share the distinction of playing two games <laughs> in one session. Amazing. <laughs> I'm still here, by the way. Are you winning? Um, I'm not playing anything. I'm listening to you guys. <laughs> you swear. You, you hesitated too long before you... When you when no, you're gonna no. when you're gonna tell a fib, um, is probably not the best way to start. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Eric, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am listening. I'm enjoying this discussion. <laughs> I'm just giving you crap because I haven't but, seen you in a before, while. And <laughs> before we move on, quick like a bunny, um, Chris, have you been on the forums to see the artwork that you are part of? 
I did go on the forums a little bit, but I have not seen the artwork yet. Oh, dude. Well, you're in for big surprises. I got plenty of time. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Go go look at artwork while we're talking. (laughs) I have a question for you. for you, Moondog, would you be willing to run the Sex Lies and Ultra Spies game for us that you didn't get to run at MonkeyCon? Of course. It'll never get posted, so I'll be able to run it at MonkeyCon 1, but... <laughs> no, oh, no, no. It, no, because if you do this, uh, we will... I'll, it'll get posted. Just I'm call as the quickly as Truth and Justice? No, uh, much quicker than Truth and Justice. <laughs> because it's it's current, you see. So, what I was thinking of doing for the Halloween game uh, was just putting up the final session of Funky Frank. So, if we wanted to, unless... You know, there's a horror movie playset for Fiasco they released this month. Oh, is there? <laughs> hmm. So, um... Well, I'm just, I'm not a I didn't want to run it from Fox. <laughs> so, uh... No, if you guys want to... Just saying. <laughs> But uh, I want to play Zelda. You haven't heard the you haven't heard the Dresden Files one and realized how much fun we've had. Well, I've I've <laughs> he heard our I've heard the, yeah I played in the gutter Skype's Dresden Files fiasco oh. game. You didn't play with and us. And we talked that's about true. the Holly Jolly playset that's available, <laughs> which we will be playing on. There's now. a Holly Jolly playset. <laughs> yes, There's a there Holly is. Jolly playset based on the who was it that did Rudolph and all the other. Rankin oh, Bass. 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 Yes, that. Oh, it sounds We're very. Yeah, that's not on the Fiasco website. No, it's an unofficial. So I'll fiasco. send it you. That's, it, it's from Thingy. Anyway. So these picture or this artwork, where do I find it? Which thread? Uh, I'll. It's um, on our Facebook page, isn't it? For uh, well, there's, but there's two now. It's called uh, Nikki and Crew Portrait Gallery, maybe in the What's on Your Mind section. Okay. So gotcha. those who are listening to the podcast can follow along. Yes, that's right. Follow the bouncing ball. Boink, boink, boink. <laughs> huh, there's a topic there. Anyone hear from me? Oh. <laughs> Why, yes, we have. I did not mean Start to break the rhythm of, of Pat's talking about his games, but I before... I'll have to respond to that. If, uh, if you'd seen these. Carry on. So Pat, did you have a uh, uh, game in the last slot? No, no, that was that was it for my plane. After that, it was getting dark here. The dog was feeling lonely. Josh had gone. Josh, <laughs> John. <laughs> wow, whoa! <laughs> what does <laughs> little Freudian slip there? <laughs> Who were you dreaming about last night? So it was just me and the dog and the two cats and Mindy Khan. It's <laughs> <was> very silly. <laughs> nah, so I just those were my games. That's all I was involved in. Cool. I had a great time though. Really looking forward to next year. I am too. Yeah. All right, Nikki. What? You're up. Tell us about your Monkey Con day. I had a lovely day. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I didn't run a damn thing. That's the way to go, kids. I say just pile in and let everybody else do the work. That's what I say. And uh worked for me. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not supposed to admit that, am I? Uh, but it was true. I did. I had a brilliant day. And I started, like you all heard, uh, 
Pat and I were in uh, Game Caster's game. Um, the Quantum... I've had this all day. I've been talking about it. I love the fact that she was in the game and she still can't pronounce the damn thing. That's hilarious. I'm trying to remember if it's Queen. (laughs) Nolid Queen. Anyway. Oh, forgive me. Forgive me, Gamecaster. I do know that. Anyway. (sighs) Fine. And then, so that was a lot (laughs) of fun. We ran. Ran, I said, to, uh, without really a break, into the second session. And I was in Don't Rest Your Hammer, Lean Times in Bogenhofen, with Wilhelm. Once upon a time, he ran it, and it was great. We didn't have uh, one person didn't show, unfortunately. Matter of fact, uh, he didn't. He was in my games and didn't show all day. So I hope that all is okay in his world, and he had a wonderful Saturday on his own. Um, but I did get to play with Zero T Katama, and that was a lot of fun. And he was brilliant. He. He threw his character under the bus. Hell, he dragged the bus on top of it. And and that was very fun. And Wilhelm had uh, many wonderful, horrible, disgusting events for us. And uh, that was was a really interesting and fun game. We did not get it recorded. I tried very hard, and it did not work. my character got eaten by a, a giant fish at the end, which then disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a perfectly good dead rat in my pocket for lunch later, too. So that was the second slot. It was great fun. And then uh, off to the third slot, which was Talislanta. Is that the official name? Am I just... I believe uh, so. Windship Down. Windship Down. There we go. Yes. And that was also a lot of fun. And that was run by Dirk Jelly. He doesn't pronounce the C, right? <laughs> I haven't been brave enough to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. And we had uh, Wilhelm was in it. And see, names. Understep. Thunderstep was in it. That's okay. Norbert? <gasps> Yes, but is it okay to... You might Jared have to... That. Okay. These but are all posted s- through on Con Planner, so... That's w- true. Um, well, it's they're, so true. They're out isn't there. It? It's so true. Well, Norbert was there. And it was great. And we um, we survived. Hooray! <laughs> and, and, and it was it was a lot of fun. I really liked being a Gnomekin. Gnomekin. And... Um, yeah, what an interesting game that was. What a lovely world. There's all kinds of stuff going on in there, apparently. So, in Talislanta. Huh. So, anyway, that was... Um, I may have to yeah. check that game out. It's very cheap, if I remember correctly, on uh, on RPG Now. It's like it's free, actually. Uh, Is it? The older versions, at least, and I'm not sure how current it goes, are free off of the writer's website. He's given them out. I think that's what Thunderstep was saying. And, I mean, there's just huge amounts of stuff. I don't... I, I've it's been around forever. Do they all use the Omni system, or is that like it's free with the old version, but the Omni? I tell you, okay. I have to say, I don't know anything about how you set it up because uh, Dirk was an officer and a gentleman and had wonderful pregens for us to choose from, and so all the stats were filled out. So I have no idea how you go about setting up the stats. And he gave us a lovely one shot, but it s- strikes me that it's also. Um, it's a game that you could really go, you know, trudging along, 
having rollicking adventures with many things trying to kill you um, <laughs> for a bit of time. So it, it struck me that it would be a, it would be one if you wanted to settle in for you know more than a few sessions that would be a good game for that. Hmm. So I enjoyed it, and cool. then <laughs> after that, and uh, then it was off to the fabulous singing robots. So that was my big day. Cool. And last but in no way least, Zerker. Oh, oh that would be me. Okay. That would be you. Uh, I went with the whole enchilada. I, I attended five out of four sessions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, started off uh, with my Game Chef uh, entry, The Trouble with Rose. We went with the Deep Six playset, which is... Uh, all the characters start on a deep space uh, mission, and they come out of hypersleep or or suspended animation, and the the situation then kind of devolves de- depending on the dominoes that they have uh, uh, laid out in front of them, and each of these dominoes tied to very attributes, various attributes on their character sheets. So it's a, it's a very improv kind of game. Uh, you can grab the same playset like you would with. Dr- with uh, uh, Dresden Files Hocus Focus and get a completely different game out of the, the, out of the same set of lists. So we ended up uh, with... Uh, oh, see, now I've got to scroll like a mad dog. Du-du-du-du-du. We had Xylo, Catamondo, and uh, Trooper 94. And uh, we, we had explosions. We had carnage. We... We had betraying the betrayer. We had a nuclear bomb going off, and all of this was literally unscripted. They pulled this uh, all out of thin air and uh, had a, a wonderfully good time uh, setting scenes up and uh, basically uh, said, okay, well, if I throw this out, well, what does your character do kind of thing? And we just went around the, the uh, table and uh, pretty much blew things up and stabbed uh, <laughs> critters. And, and it's one of those deals where you have a secret agenda and uh, everyone kind of is, is wanting to coach and, and push the narrative to give them the advantage at the end so they can get more points because whoever has the most points uh, gets to say what the epilogue of the story is. It gives them a real huge narrative control. Hmm. And it was... I was actually in this game because we were short a player to start with because of time zones. And uh, everyone at the table somehow managed to achieve their own personal agendas, except my character who got a lethal dose of radiation. It's like, gee, thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Let the writer beware. Okay. And I should have known from that point on that Monkey Con was going to be the day of pain for all my characters. <laughs> and it was, was it? Uh, almost. <laughs> I, I, I actually had a few points where I, I came out on, on the winning side, but whew, it was rough. Uh, second slot was Zorcer of Zoe, ran by Darfo, and uh, we really started out with that uh, <laughs> we're off to see the wizard kind of feel, but then it 
did this twisted devolve into D&D tropes. And it's like, are you reading from the Temple of Elemental Evil? (laughs) And what happened with my horse? Your horse was not involved at all. We were traveling on foot and doing quite fine, thank you. You were totally given up by trilobite in the chat room. What'd you do with my horse? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually... That was, uh, we're going to put blame where blame goes. That was Rev Mindy who did that. And, uh, oh, did he, is he the one that gave you up? <laughs> no, he's the one who tried to throw me under the bus. It's just so <laughs> in, in our, in the, All right, in the, I turn my attention to Rev Mindy. <laughs> don't let that reverend part throw you. <laughs> now, he, he can be diabolical when he wants to be. But uh, in our long-running Zoe campaign, my character's actually the paladin of the group, so no, I'm not the horse mangulator type of person that you think I am. <laughs> you made it you. But, <laughs> but it was kind of fun going through Zoe using these D&D tropes, because it's like, yes, we know there's going to be a trap there, but we go anyway, because our characters don't know. It's just like, yes, of course, the mace is going to be cursed. I pick it up anyway. So... <laughs> The end result of the game is my character, which was a rat uh, highwayman, picks up the curse mace, goes all hail Vecna, <laughs> and the party dogpiles. I've never seen a single character, player character, take as much damage as I did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is a continuing thread, you may notice. Uh, Slot number three was Lady Blackbird, which is a game I've never played before, and it's been on my... That uh, is on my short list for a long time. Uh, Same here. And I uh, chose uh, semi-randomly to uh, play Naomi Bishop, which is the bodyguard And I kind of went with the uh, Jamaican black woman. I am so dangerous. People... Who are my friends don't want to be even close to me kind of game. And I, I could only describe it as I was so maniacally happy at the amount of carnage that my character was able to inflict barehanded. <laughs> That's awesome. With, with a little bit of help, my character sank a battleship. <laughs> Wow. Oh. You know, that's one of those games you could easily play on this podcast. I don't know why we never did that. I think about it. It's battleship? free. It's... No, not Battleship. Well, then you it... can sink a Battleship. Black, uh, Lady Blackbird. You hit it in the white it's, spots. It's free. It's kind of... The mechanics are kind of our speed of things, as I recall. Absolutely. It uses uh, traits, and those traits, the, the more that you add in your description, you pile them onto the dice that you get to roll, so... It's somewhere between uh, fate and uh, wushu in its uh, feel. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's made for a short-term play, not necessarily one shot, but not. But well, it's made I, for... you can definitely play it as a one shot. Uh, if we would have went with four hours instead of three, we probably could have completed the whole scenario from beginning to end. Yeah, but uh, one of the fun things about it, and you may see a theme here between the trouble with Rose and Fiasco, is. Just because you have these sets of characters with these skills in this situation, you're never going to get the same story twice. Yeah, I've heard a couple different actual plays of it, and they've been radically different. Well, uh, if you want to catch a maniacal 
Zerker speaking like a Jamaican warrior woman. Uh, you have to and check. I out do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Well, the the fun part is. So I'm going through this whole game as, as this force of destruction. I, I mean, sitting in the gun turret and laughing maniacally, not caring if I hit anything, just because I'm shooting from the inside out kind of thing. And at the end, I actually tried to be the matchmaker. That didn't work out so well. Not quite but, yet. But I, do you think that too? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Of course, I also think the characters were just dense as lug nuts, but uh, that's love. <laughs> uh, then slot number four was our giant robot musical extravaganza on ice. And that was as much crazy fun as I've had with six people without oh. a drop of alcohol as I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, now that now that we're all caught up, we can all chime in on that. Oh my god, that was the craziest, most hilarious game I think I've ever been in. I mean, we we had um, it was me, it was Nikki Zerker. Uh, of course, run by Trilobite, and then we had uh, Trooper ninety four and Ketamono, and uh oh, who am I forgetting? Bambi. Bam! Right, right. Okay, that's so that's seven. special guest appearance. Yes, <laughs> and uh, man, it was it was just insane. We used it was Wushu used exactly as. As uh, Wushu is intended. It's the first game I've ever played Wushu in where... And I'm not meaning to step all over your toes, Zerker, so... I, but... Uh, oh, not at all. It was the first game I've ever... In, in, in the Wushu rules, uh, the writer says something to the effect of... Uh, that of a couple hours playing Wushu can feel as exhausting when you're done as a four-hour session of other games. This was the first... Maybe it was also coupled with the fact that we'd been playing all day, but this was the first Wushu game I've been in where I actually felt that, like, like that was the... I mean, we were just pulling out all the stops. It was hilarious. It was fun. Ugh. Well, one of the best things I loved about it is you could tell that everyone that was playing had spent hours researching song lyrics and saying, I've I, I got to get use this somehow in the game. So I've got this wow, superpower. Wow, so I wish I did. Was there? <laughs> well, you might be naturally talented, but some of us had to do our. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll try it. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I do not have a talent for singing, and I don't have no, a head well, that's, for lyrics. No, that's fine. Was so half-assed, but it was still a lot of fun. So. <laughs> oh, I think we gave it the full ass. I... <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's it's a game with waves and waves of enemies coming at you, and you end up surfing a alien mothership into a volcano. What more can you ask for? Well, some of us did. Others of us were thrown into a hole in the ground. <laughs> but we're not bitter. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm really not. Was- not bitter at all. Uh, not bitter. No. Concave. <laughs> but not bitter. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. Complete with and, and, and songs from every genre. All- I think of music. I, I I think we'd be hard pressed to find a genre we did not exploit of music. Maybe 
maybe uh, you know, world music. I don't know Even if we went. Deep- Ride of the Valkyries, right? So there wasn't a whole lot of opera going on, but there was a touch. There was a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, It It was wonderful scat singing. (laughs) I'm going to blame Eric on that, huh? Nope. Right? Nope. No. That was Swingbot APE. Yep, see, just like that. You really have to listen to it because there's just really no way. To describe is that, is that the one that's sanity. getting posted across three uh, yes. podcasts? Potentially. Yeah, because uh, uh, Simon says... Interesting it is. Because we were all a little jolly by that point. It was, it's been a long, exciting, eventful day, and I'm not yeah. really sure how coherent that's a good it point. will actually come across to anybody else. Yeah, but. if you are a person who gets pissed off when you hear a podcast of a lot of people talking over each other, first of all, why are you listening to our show? But second of all... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you probably won't like the, the musical extravaganza because there was, if I, if my memory is correct. Now, of course, maybe in the middle of it, it was different, but uh, it just we were. It, it was one big free for all, and uh, man, yeah, I, uh, which is the way it should be. Yes. Uh, on the other hand, if you're a person who gets jazzed and excited and you love infection, infectious humor and a good time, oh, run to this podcast. Absolutely. Just thinking about it and, and science marines planting 12-foot <laughs> yeah. tuning forks and to create a sonic <laughs> barrier into the ice of Antarctica. It's like, ah! <laughs> I'm getting jazzed about it all over. Yeah, it was fun. Very funny. And I think somebody recorded. So yeah, we should be, they better have, I think. I recorded everything I was in. So okay. Okay. I've got a backup of that. Or so, it might be one of these that goes on course online, goes on Simon Says, and goes on uh, Sunday Skypers. We'll see how it works out. So yeah, as far as the actual play recordings goes, um, if anyone wants to edit them and then send them to me, that would be blindgeek at lioncourt.com. I, you can send it via SendSpace. Or uh, that's probably the best way to go because they're going to be too big to send as attachments. But um, when I start getting them, I'll start posting them. So, uh, well, very cool. I'll start listening to them. There you go. Yeah, and we also have a forum thread where we're trying to consolidate all these links because we know that there's at least six different podcasts were involved in. Uh, uh, podcasters were involved in all of these games, so we do need something of a central repository. So, look oh, that's that a good thread. point. People can just post the link to the file on the forums, and we can get it. To, that's true too. Well, I try to be the full service convention Check organizer. Check you out, man! <laughs> <laughs> really working for that convention poobah hat. <laughs> uh, I want the one with the gold lame. I was going to say, do you want gold lame or do you want the fake leopard skin? <laughs> Might be able to get fake leopard skin with sparkle, so think about that. <laughs> with a big fat banana on the top, because it, it's monkey con, you see. Uh, yeah. uh, Next year, you should have a staff, sir. <laughs> well, uh, I'm thinking uh, if I uh, get up the nerve to run uh, the Leopard Women from Venus game, 
then <laughs> then uh, then I deserve my spots. That game is awesome. <laughs> yes. I, I hear there's some crazy author type wrote it. Uh, <laughs> Couple of us. <laughs> and He's uh, just some guy, you know. <laughs> and then we have the, and I hope this becomes a tradition. We actually had an unofficial slot five, where we had our Dresden fiasco game, and. I've never had as much fun as being an abused pawn between supernatural <laughs> powers. <laughs> it, there was just there was a couple of reoccurring joke gags in there about uh, stuffed squirrels playing cards, and, and you know the first time, well, that's quirky. Yeah, the second time, eh, that's a little funny. The third time, it was like you know, drop dead hilarious, and then. This is the reason Harry Dresden is out to kill us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what can I say? Wizards. But uh, it was... Uh, mind you, my local time was 4 a.m. before I was able to crawl away from the keyboard, but wow. I would gladly do it again. So I had a total blast with Monkey Kong. As did we all. Absolutely. Here, here. It was Indeed. It was quite, quite fun. And uh, I'll mention yep. again, uh, we do have a post-mortem thread, so if you have ideas that you want to contribute, uh, please uh, check out the MTMJ forum. Ding! Piñatas! Piñatas! We need piñatas. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, the canapes came in a little bit late, and someone said <laughs> They were in the rats. green room. They'd been in the green room for hours. Why you all didn't go find them, I do not know. <laughs> the Slash were there as join well. pound sign green room did not work. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to work on that next time as well. <laughs> I'm actually that's... writing that down. I, I want a green room. A green room? <laughs> All amenities. <laughs> <laughs> because that's another thing about IRC. Uh, we kind of came in late with the technology. But we've already got some really good ideas about predefining rooms. So somebody can say slash join, pound the room name, and boom, go there. There's already a dice robot set up. Have fun. Knock yourself out. <laughs> I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. And uh, uh, on that same line, you know, I was crushed that we weren't able to get Blind Geek set up for IRC. Yeah, and that's my something. Own damn fault. I mean, I just, I, some of the stuff I waited for the last. Again, learned a lot of what not to do. So, well, in the case of uh, accessibility uh, and 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 all that, I honestly had not considered that IRC would be that difficult because it is. Well, what looks to me like plain text. Well, it probably is. It's just I had my experience with IRC was long, long ago when dinosaurs still roamed the earth, and we had like. And I, I and I wanted to see if there was a Mac client, so I asked my friend, who, uh, well, if you listen to the Cartoon Action Hour stuff from Gutter Skives Lion Court, and I, he's, we're both big into our Macs, and mm-hmm. so I asked him, is there an accessible IRC client for Mac? And he gave me the one that I tried, and I thought, okay, but he didn't, I didn't get it until uh, that morning, so because it just. I was more focused on the games, and I wasn't even really that concerned about the IRC portion. Then I thought, well, hell, you know, it'd probably be a good idea to, you know, since there's time, just go on over there and hang out. And so I downloaded the client, thinking, okay, this should be pretty easy. 
and uh, it just, for whatever reason, was not... Well, there's several things. Either it wasn't as accessible as he thought it was going to be, which more likely is the second option, which is I didn't know what the hell I was doing trying to uh, get it to... And it was using terms like console and and uh, just a lot of IRC stuff. I didn't know what the what the hell... And so I thought, okay, well, if I can just get connected to the room... But you could type anything into the server thing, and it would say... And it would have a little tape, little uh, thing on the side that says connected to such and such server. Well, no, I'm not, because that's the wrong name. The server doesn't exist. It's like, you lie. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> I didn't know if I had put in the right info. And then when I tried joining rooms, nothing was happening. Hmm. And it was just, you know, I well, didn't. And, I, and I'm sure if I had had more. So I was kind of kicking myself, because you've been, you have been more than accommodating. You have said on the forums time and again, it's Saturday night. I am here. Avail yourself I, of my I presence. I was there. <laughs> I am here. We can work through this. So that's why I've said I'm going to make sure sooner rather than later just so I can get it done. Um, obviously, there's no urgency in you doing the Saturday Skype thing anymore. But uh, but <laughs> Well, funny you should say that. There's people that are already interested in IRC chat games coordinated through dun, 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 MTMJ's forums. <laughs> well, hey. Oh, nice. Well, there we so, go. so I have an excuse now to learn IRC. Well, that might be great, but I need to request an official professional typist. <laughs> could, could you send one out, please? Oh, I see. So you're going to go for the voice-activated IRC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might do it. <laughs> Type that, that Jeeves. Oh, oh, that's another thing. I, I found an iPhone app that does IRC, so I'm thinking, hey, man, if this wor- uh-huh. if this works well, I can... I can be go mobile with IRC. That could be interesting. Uh, although as long as you don't try to drive and chat. Although the on-screen keyboard, I would have to use a Bluetooth keyboard or something because I am slow on the on-screen keyboard. And with IRC going the way it goes, that would just be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the typing is fast and furious. Yeah. What I'm thinking is most modern IRC clients are multi-windowed. And that might be why the screen reader freaked out as well. Because if it focused on the text window, well, there's no text in it. That's input only. The output appears in a different window, and the list of people attending are in another window. So, Well, and again, it, it, could be, it may not be the screen reader. I did not know that, so I was not poking around trying to find different windows. I was stuck probably in the server window, if there is such a thing as the server window. There is a uh, multiple tabs, and the first tab is the server tab, and then all your rooms are in multiple tabs after that. Okay, so maybe I was in the wrong. So it's I'm not giving up on the client yet. I still got it on my hard drive, um, and if it doesn't work, he gave me another one, which I don't remember offhand what it was, but I can ask, and I'm sure he'll remember something fire or something like that. So, so I will become a uh, an IRC an Urker. <laughs> <laughs> An Urker with the help of Zerker. See, it, it's all going to... Oh, I should have seen that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> but well, you'll be an Urker lurker with the help of Zerker. <laughs> God. <laughs> I think the Zerker's going to become a berserker if we keep this up. <laughs> a berserker Urker lurker with the help of So if I want to work on this on my own... I don't know why if other podcast listeners are going to care about this, but I'm leaving it in anyway because I'm lazy. If I wanted to try this on my own, do you know of a uh, of a server or something that I can 
hook up to that has stuff going on so I can at least um, so I can at least see sorcery.net net okay that's which the one is we were using the, for monkey con okay that that particular server is actually a gaming server for IRC oh cool okay and there are once you uh, get a hang of IRC you can say give me a list of rooms and then it'll give you all a hundred different rooms yeah I, che- that- I checked that out of the room list I didn't realize I didn't realize how many people were using IRC still yeah it's a tried and true technology yeah it's I- just amazing <laughs> it's like it's just a, there's a ton of rooms that popped up Oh yeah, and, and that's another thing. Uh, we we want to keep hitting the the uh, monkey con room because the logic behind it is if lo- as long as someone keeps using it every month, the room is reserved in our name and no one can take it. So we won't get the Viagra sponsored monkey con room. If we, if <laughs> you know, you can <laughs> although I can think of no better Viagra. sponsor for monkey con than no. <laughs> Viagra wants to sponsor us. I'm not going to turn out. <laughs> no, <laughs> me either. You know, I don't know. We're not that hard up for sponsorship. Zing. <laughs> well, that that's another thing you may have noticed as a theme through all of MonkeyCon. I wanted to do everything as cheaply as possible. All the tools were free. Skype is free. But the only outlay that anyone needed to do, because uh, they already had a, a computer, otherwise they wouldn't even know about it, is uh, just have a nice headset or something like that so they could uh, communicate without uh, massive reverb. reverb. So, uh, keeping it so on it the cheap is... great fun and thrifty. That's a good <laughs> selling point. Most gamers aren't rolling in it, so... Uh. <laughs> and, if we, and if they are, they want to spend that on the games they're going to be buying. That works, yeah. too. But... Uh, Considering uh, con planner is free and corkboard Emmy, uh, that, that I think that was corkboard's uh, impressive. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was so simple to use, and anyone can pick it up. I, I think I was uh, that was uh, another treat. Of course, Eric, cat- go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I was gonna. Well, I'm thinking about it. Eric. Have you tried the corkboard? Because it looks like that's all text based. Yeah, and it, we, uh, it was kind of frustrating. I tried it, and I could read stuff just fine, but I couldn't. I was not able to write in, um, it was really hard to know, like, like, uh, XO4 had set up, for those of us who were creating our characters, because a couple of people had already had pregens that they had made earlier, uh, he had set up a, a character sheet form on the board yeah. that we could fill in, and I could not get my screen reader to figure out where I was, where I was trying to, uh, fill it. It, no matter where I typed, it would be at the top. So, yeah. uh, so that was a little frustrating. So, but I could read it just fine. I mean, okay, well, well, that's good for that's good for posting notes at least. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's something we might use. At least I might use. In well, you, you just simply have to dictate the contents of your uh, post-its, uh, as Nikki has implied that she's already going to do in the future. Did oh, I? did she? <laughs> the, the whole voice uh, <laughs> command type thing. Oh. Well, ye of short memory. Yeah, pretty and much. Short span. <laughs> I, I'd really much rather have a professional typist. And while you're at it, could you send me along a cabana boy too to fetch the drink? <laughs> and, and next, you're going to want to cook for the canapes. Oh my so, goodness! Well, if you know, if you're sending folk along, sure, I'd take a cook for the canapes too. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> I could do that. Ah. Okay. Uh, 
the other one, which I, again I, I don't think is going to benefit Blind Geek that much, was Catch Your Hair. I thought performed admirably, considering we probably stressed it out more in that one day. <laughs> than, yeah, uh, we used that uh, at least once, and that it worked really, really well. I know it was successful when Celine started making dice stacks with it. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was impressed by how well Catch Your Hair worked for Fiasco because I didn't even it would never occur to me to use the labels as you know as the post-its for you know setting up everyone's uh, relationships like that. Hmm. Well, again, though, you know, it, it's a purely visual medium, so yeah, it's not going to work for. Yeah, every situation for our uses, but I was still impressed with what it could do. Oh, I can adapt. Don't worry. Thanks for <laughs> noticing me. Whatever, but, Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> it's Eeyore in this case because of the eyes being the problem. Ah, I gotcha. See what you did there. <sighs> but anyway, but yes, that was. Yeah, catch your hair. <laughs> I actually catch your hair is funny. I can read everything on there except. The results of the dice. Yeah, those look like the images. So that was a little bit like, come on, seriously? Seriously? So, uh, quick uh, vote here. Did anyone actually get any con crud? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Apart from a bit of of a horse voice. Well, that that and red ear itis uh, could not yeah. be avoided. <laughs> but uh, as I uh, mentioned earlier, uh, I was at a convention all day, talking all day, and I was bouncing like a ball on Monday. I says, I've notoriously been a con crud collector, <laughs> so this was very nice for a change. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you truly did what we tr- you truly did what what we set out to do, which was to have a, <laughs> let you do all the work. <laughs> let you do all the work and no, 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 be able no, to take the, the credit for no. Uh, do do Inner a convention. voice, outer voice. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. Oops, sorry. Yeah, Nikki, we've been talking about that now. I, I'm practicing. Okay. <laughs> But uh, but no, the, the, we to have a con experience without any of the con headaches or dare I say side effects. I didn't have to drive for nine hours. Exactly. Yay! <laughs> People gamed in their underwear and no one knew. You don't do that at con. Presumably. Oh, God damn, that's why I don't get invited back. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the convention, I suppose. Oh, you're talking about gaming conventions. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Uh, right. Actually, I was thinking cosplay. <laughs> oh, we're nothing if not unconventional here at Monkeys Took My Jetpack. <laughs> so, yeah, if you missed it, you missed a lot, and you should be ashamed, and I know you are. But you what the hell's wrong it? with you people? Except <laughs> <laughs> for Chris. Chris is, That's right. Chris has an Chris, excuse. Chris gets a, Chris gets a pass. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a note from your doctor? I could give you one. Fair enough. <laughs> Get that posted. If you really wanted it. Nah, I, I think I'll take a pass on that. I, I think my greatest challenge for the future is can I live up to what we've done? So, like, that's just, 
Man, well, if, you cre- just... if you create swag bags, yeah. <laughs> well, the beauty of this is that you've Virtual set up the foundation, so there's really not a whole lot of living up to to be done. We just have to make sure the games live up, and that's not your problem. That's that's our well, problem. As a chief cat herder, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 yes, it, but it really is a social thing. It's like going out there, hit, hitting the uh, forum threads, uh, motivating GMs to buy into this sight unseen. Uh, that actually took more energy than uh, the con planner. Everyone entered their own information. Yeah, I, I just had to uh, get the intro uh, set up right and push the snowball down the hill. Well, I have to say that everybody I talked to, which was not hordes and hordes, obviously, during the course of the day, but nobody had a bad word to say. And all the games that they were involved in, they had a brilliant time. So, you know, that kind of jolly hilarity, you, you can't beat that with a stick. Yeah. So, And I'm going to point the fingers at uh, the MTMJ crew because of your particular style of actual plays, which have all this fun-loving humor in it. I believe that honestly rubbed off on a lot of these games. Well, you know. That's the weird thing. My One Ring game was like a serious game. I And you were probably thrilled to your boots, weren't you? I was. I was excited. <laughs> I mean, there was, there was some comedy and all that, but, you know, as will happen when you got, like, Hobbits and whatnot, but there wasn't. It was a, for the most part, a pretty straight game. Hmm. I'm not used to. It but see, a, that's how Zoe uh, is. How I don't see you keep saying you're not used to it, but that's the way Zoe is to me. I know, but there's no talking chickens or goblins. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are hobbits and there are dwarves and elves and yeah. But still, I'll be I'll I'll be the first to admit there's some things I put into Zoe just out of pure uh, uh, ludicrousness. True. Yeah, I don't think you'd find Kevin in a serious game. No. no. <laughs> there was no, no Prince Kevin. <laughs> That's true. But I oh, love Prince Kevin. Maybe the next Monkey Con that we could get plushies made of Prince Kevin. Yeah. Plushies. I got a. Your Prince Kevin plushie. I got a friend that doesn't get <laughs> this. Your take she, could away. A, she could easily do a Kevin, but I'm sure she probably doesn't want to be 12 of them. Oh, no. <laughs> well, believe it or not, this has actually been productive because I've got. A virtual green room. I've got some emails for some stuff. I've actually written down and a swag bag and professional. Hey, Eric, I linked that Telaslantia page there in the. Oh, uh, thanks. Okay. That window. It's got. They've got like seven editions up there. Holy crap! Okay. One through five plus a D twenty version plus the tenth anniversary edition. Okay, don't so I don't care know about any, the D twenty version. I don't know if any of those use Omni or not, but there's stuff to work with. Yeah. And Josh, I sent you Holly Jolly. Saw that. I already downloaded it. Thank okay. you. Cool. Well, I guess this is going to wrap up our wrap-up show. Wrap it's a wrap. So, uh, well, thank yeah, you for inviting me. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks re- for coming on. Re- that buzz. Thanks for setting up <laughs> MonkeyCon, man. Without you, it would have just been... A, it probably wouldn't... You know, honestly, as much as we would like to think would otherwise, crap, it wouldn't have happened. It would, it, I don't think it would have happened. We would have been like, ah, well, we get... You know. Well, it's such a good idea someday. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you took it and took the bull by the horns and Shade. Yeah, man. So uh, thank you very much. Oh, is, uh, I, I'm, yep. I'm going to immediately deflect that because I can't handle that much praise. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it, it, I get peek at it in stages. So, badly blushing already, uh, but uh, really, 
all the thanks goes to the GMs and the players because yeah, I ran one game. Uh, that's true, except for the fact that, sir, if you had not busted your chops and set we're deflecting, up the deflecting. In which to, you know, add those games and the players, it would not have happened. Yeah. It could not. There would be no place for it to happen in. So there you go. And well now done. I'm going to deflect your deflection with another deflection. <laughs> <laughs> the on the forums, on the forums, we're getting more interested in IRC. We've got play-by-post games that are going up. Check out uh, Kenamondo's uh, Wushu ponies if you want something a little crazy. Uh, Celine's uh, <laughs> another to- another Quags game, which has been usurped by Wushu. I find that telling somehow. I, I don't think there's any lasers in this one. Oh, okay. The- this one is definitely more in the uh, friendship I have category. A unicorn, yeah. a unicorn horn. <laughs> he sent artwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the fun of you know. I know we're tangenting now, but part of the fun of ponies and being a brony and all that is there's so many little flash game utilities out there for making your own. You can go totally nuts customizing your pony. It's like. Oh, hey, I've just spent the last three hours making a cute little pony. <laughs> Custom pony, woo! So, very silly. But, yeah, there's uh, all kinds of stuff going on. There's all kinds of chat in the forums right now. Well, I think everybody's still tuckered out, but the threads have started. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. There's definitely been a ton of activity, and uh, I think that's I, just bringing more people in, in invigorating everyone. Uh, I these are all the things I really wanted to achieve with MonkeyCon, and I, I'm just glowing that uh, we were able to get all that done. Awesome. Uh, thank you again. Yep, thank you very much. Um, thank yep. you for having me here and feeding my ego again. Uh, <laughs> I'll see if I can fit through a doorway now. <laughs> I have to buy some new hats. <laughs> and next week we have our Halloween episode, which will probably be uh, the last Funky Frank session. So, uh, yay! Ooh, so damn look, straight. Look forward to that. You damn right. So look forward to that. And running anything special on uh, Halloween? Then what's going on Halloween game wise? I can't remember what our you're running Zell. Okay, that's okay. I'm fine with that. I don't know if we're going to do a specific. Uh... Wasn't wait. Wasn't oh, we're not, gonna we got to do something special for Halloween. It's was Halloween. It? Okay. We're running Zo. Halloween and Zo. Was it wasn't Hall- wasn't it Halloween at Tune Halloween? If I can throw That's what we did last year. Oh, Killer sure. Thriller. We should play Killer Thriller. That's what we should do for Halloween. That's that? one possibility, but here's what you do. Grab one of your regular games but play it with a different game system. Oh no, that's scary. Let's try it with Wushu or something like that. I can't like do that. that. No, no, no. That's, that's... I did that for Monkey Con. <laughs> well, but, but the point, though, it's like trick-or-treaters. Uh, on the outside, it looks like Zoe. On the inside, <laughs> I think Eric should run M-Force for that's us. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Zorcher Zoe. Come on, Eric. If you want to do something special, do an M-Force episode. Call a Cthulhu. Oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And Zoe ends abruptly as everybody dies. <laughs> no, just go insane. This goes insane. <laughs> all uh, carried off all by the time. Horror. Not gonna work. <laughs> Let's see. Well, 
Uh, you asked the question, what's killer thriller? I'm going to show you in just a second. I here. think you've probably looked at, showed it to me before. I just, it's not springing to my mind. But we can let the others see it as well, because I think. I've got to find it, though. It's in one of my. You could run in for, sir. I, I think we have a persistent request. Yeah, I, I apparently. We, we did Enforce last year. He was, it was uh, special. <laughs> oh. Well, th- this is where you use uh, a little bit of uh, guilt play and a little bit of bribery. It's like, who's got a birthday? That kind of thing. We do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the guilt thing or the birthday thing? Oh, I'll I can't find it right now. <laughs> I've, I found it. So there's it. the whining okay. thing and the crying and the tantrum thing and the <laughs> begging and Killer pleading thriller, yeah. really want to play this thing. <laughs> and then there's your characters. <laughs> I, I got no Halloween plans uh, of any sort, so it's if someone wants to run something Halloweenish next week, I'm fine with that. If someone if we want to do so, I'm fine with that as well. Don't expect any don't expect any actual Halloween uh, you know theme on it, because there are already goblins and pirates running around. Yeah, I guess, yeah that's could, true. I guess we could play Zoe, because the Halloween thing that's going up on the podcast will be posted on Halloween, and that'll be the last Funky Frank, which is kind of indirectly Halloween-related. I mean, it's monsters. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, then. Sounds like a plan. So, remember, your imagination is just like a jetpack. you got to keep it fired up. And always... Take Let penicillin. It. <laughs> Let it soar. <laughs> I thought that was added in post. I just wanted to do the little horn part at the end.